I am Kimberly McLemore, and welcome to another episode of 360 and Me, but most is in conversations where we have conversations on some of our favorite and not so favorite topics. But today I have one of my favorite guests who is back with me. I have Prince Nana, who is the author, who is an author and CEO of Mayfair Delivery Corporation. But today we're not going to talk about the delivery service. I'm going to tell you all, if you missed out, on the last show that we did, the last interview, which was several weeks ago, you need to go back and then you can learn all about Prince Nana personally, as well as you will be able to learn about his business. But today, our focus is going to be strictly on the book. He is an author, and the name of this amazing book is How to Start and Operate a Successful Business, The Trusted Professional Step-by-Step Guide. So I'm going to show that real quick, and and then we're going to let Prince dive in. So here is my copy. And when I see you, Prince, I'm going to need you to uh, sign this. Okay. <laughs> look, I, I, if I know an author and I know I get to see, look, I need my stuff signed. Okay. So <laughs> I got you. I definitely got you. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So Prince, just go ahead and do a quick background of who you are again. And then we're going to dive deeply into this book. Um, so I'm Prince, um, CEO and founder of Mayfair Delivery, uh, just the same day Express Logistics Services Company, uh, headquartered in Woodbridge, Virginia. And also we are um, a provider of the uh, How to Start and Operate a Successful Business. It's designed for entrepreneurs and business owners to give them the basic nature of what it takes to be a legal entity and what they're expected as a business to be able to do in terms of marketing and advertising, uh, choosing their own industry, what services or product they provide, and how to go about using advertising and marketing strategies, partnerships, and so on to orchestrate and, and, and um, maneuver their business the way they see fit. And um, it's also about generational wealth building. So we talk about um, I guess uh, life insurance, which is the strategies most people use to build generational wealth. So we give that insight to help them be confident in, in securing their children's future as they grow their business. All right. So as you guys just heard, we got it all wrapped around in one circle, but we're going to dissect this circle little by little or square, whatever you want to use. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, Anyway, so um, before we get started, you know, the big thing before we start the show is that we always toast in our guests because this is a mimosas and conversations. Now, I don't know what you got in your cup, but I'm going to tell you, I'm starting my evening off. With a little early. Apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little, I definitely got a little wine in this cup tonight. So it can cheers to you and we're going to sip on sip on and move on and have this great conversation about business. The one thing that I always notice about people in business that they do not do is they don't plan. So, you know, people like us are always providing services or availability. And here you also have got a book where you're trying to teach people how to plan better. And you simplified it so well that I think this was definitely worth the conversation because a lot of times people get overwhelmed with what they're trying to get accomplished, right? And they're overwhelmed because the, all they know is their craft, their expertise. But when it comes into 
trying to understand how to truly set up a business, that's a lot to intake. So having a book like this, I think is very important. So what I want to talk about in the book is I really kind of want to dive in some of the simplicities that you would need to have to start a business. So if you were talking to someone, what are the things that you would like to go through in this book and discuss with our viewers and listeners today? Um, so um, just the basic startup about a business, you want the business name to represent something meaningful, but also you don't want it to be too complicated where people don't even know how to pronounce your business name. Mm -hmm. um, so that's very important. And then the formation or the setup in terms of uh, incorporating the business, um, the different structures they have, understanding, you know, how it's taxed and so on and so forth. Uh, we believe that is important because some people are double taxed, which is the C Corp format. But with that format, it allows you to have international investors that other co uh, formats or incorporate uh, corporation formations don't allow. Mm -hmm. So we, we discuss all that to give them the difference in, in how to set up their business. And then all businesses needed um, EIN. So we go into that, making sure that's how you're able to be identified as a company, who you are, what industry or services or products you provide, and also to be able to open a bank in your in your company's name, you need those um, articles of incorporation and, and EIN. So okay. we talk about that. Exactly. And I'm going to stop you right there because I want to backtrack. When we first talked about the name, the name is very important to the business. But what I have seen, and I'm sure you've heard this before, too, is that a lot of times we'll provide a name. It's not so much you can't pronounce it, but it doesn't identify with anything that they're doing for the business. So, you know, why is that so important? You know, how is it that people can get the two mixed up? So, for instance, um, example, you are into singing, but when you look at the name of the business, it, it doesn't signify that you can sing, right? <laughs> so I, I, I think that there's so many people who are trying to be so creative that sometimes that creativity can turn into more of a hassle, because they're trying to be too unique to or order to stand out, right? Very true. Yes. Very true. So, yeah, like you said, you know, just coming up with a, a, a good name that matches what your business is about is very important. You know, like you go to Just Tires, it's Just Tires. Right. And you understand that. Exactly. Exactly. You say Pizza Hut, you know, they sell No, pizza. it's pizza. Mm -hmm. Right. So sometimes it's very important that if if the business name can have the service or products you provide, it's it's very key. You know, so if, for example, if I wanted to open a guitar and music shop, I'd just say uh, musical instruments and more, or mm -hmm. the, the music store, and and then that can be very vague because you might think, well, music store, what what do they mean? Do they sell music through, you know, streaming or what, what do they mean? But when you say, you know, the uh, instrument shop or musical instruments and more or something, it makes it more identifiable to to the to the buyer. Exactly. The whole exactly. point of business is to have your customers um, know what you do 
so it's easy to identify with your service and your business name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and I mean, just as simple as yours name, it's Mayfair Delivery. That's right. right. The services. So you understand the Mayfair, you may not understand, but you know it's a delivery service, right? Exactly. You know, so and that's the key. And I think, like I said, a lot of times people really just get so invested in what they're trying to do and they want to stand out. They want people to look at them in a different manner, but not understanding that you can stand out. But it does if it doesn't necessarily align, then you're, you're not going to bring in those customers that you really are looking to bring in. Right. Unless unless, you know, you 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 blow up big and, you know, you have some like venture capitalists back you up and, you know, you become one of these big famous companies mm-hmm. and like Apple. And you might think Apple is, is for like books or schools or something like that. Right, but, right, but you right, know, right. you know, they sell phones. Mm-hmm. But that's because they've developed their um their products so well and identify themselves to stand out for that. Exactly. So your brand strategy worked out for them. It, so, exactly. So Another if anyone wants to know how to do it, they have to brand correctly to match their, their business name. Yes. Exactly. That, that that definitely was going to lead to that. But just what you said is that those particular companies have a brand. So their brand is aligned by what, because like you said, Apple, and even when I think about Nike and all those, it's like, you would never know what Nike means if it hadn't been for them developing the brand around that, that particular uh, symbol, right? <laughs> that, that that check. Name. That's right. 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 Logo. Exactly. 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 So, okay. So, and then the other thing I wanted to talk a little bit, touch bases on a little bit more was the formation of the business, because as you mentioned about the S-Corp, you know, one of the um, main things that we see a lot of people who come into business do is that they're either a sole proprietor or they're LLCs. And whether they're sole proprietor, LLC, or S-Corp, the main thing I think that's important people need to um, grab onto and gravitate to that when you become an LLC or an S-Corp and beyond, you're protecting yourself. You're protecting the company, not just yourself. Um, When you decide that you want to roll out as a sole proprietor, you don't have as much protection because something goes wrong. They're not going to just come after the company. They're going to come after you and the company. Right, because there is no distinction as a sole proprietor exactly. that you are different from your company. Mm-hmm. It aligns you as one person and the owner of this company. And so even if you had many contracts and it didn't go well, just that title sole proprietor makes you that solo person. Absolutely. And, and, so, they, were, and they come after everything. In that everything. That's so there right. is no protection. None. There is none. Right. So if you're in the LLC and above, you're doing S-Corp or beyond, those will, they, if something was to happen, they only come after the business. They will not come after you personally. So that that well, is very important. The thing about LLC is, is that it's good because it holds you not responsible. Right. But it puts all your partners in, in, uh, in a situation where if something happens, they don't have any protection either, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when you take it another level and you go into the partnership piece, right? Partnership or and making sure those articles escort or an escort. Exactly. Exactly. For our business, we are escort. Mm-hmm. That that allows us to have up to a hundred investors only in the US. Mm-hmm. We can't have investors from other countries invest in our business. But they, we can get loans from anyone, 
Right. But they can invest in that. Yeah, so that's, and that's a huge difference. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a huge difference between investing and loaning. Yeah. Because when you're investing, you own something. You know, you Correct. are truly a part of that entity exactly. versus just saying, I'm going to loan you money and you're just going to pay me back and we're going to keep moving on, right? Simple as that. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So let's move on. I'm going to dive a little bit deeper. Um, and, and you and I talked a little bit before we got started with this. And the big thing I mentioned is in having a business plan. It's one of the things that I find that people hate to do. They'll dive into the business and then some people may go back and say, hey, I need to put this business plan together. Others may never. And then they end up coming out of business. So they just never do it, period. They, they, they may have it appear, but they're not uh, having a document that will evolve throughout the years, right? So I even noticed in your book, you even mentioned having a business plan. Talk about the pieces that would come in a business plan. Um, so the business plan, of course, um, if, if I was an investor in, in someone's company, I would want to know what their business plan is. How do you plan to attain or accomplish the goals you have set for yourself as a business owner or business owners being co-founders or whatever. Um, so all business plans should address the ownership of the business, like who who founded it, what it's about, what is the, like you said, what does the name mean or does it represent anything? Um, what products you're providing, what services you're providing? Um, are you seeking a loan? Do you have investors? How much money have you put up? Are you in debt, you know, in terms of bookkeeping? Mm -hmm. um, those are liabilities. Mm -hmm. um, is your company earning income and steady cash flow? Are you on, are you on the positive side of your business? Um, so all these are part of your business plan. So you have like a company overview, uh, ownership. You have your goals in terms of weight, the milestones where you want to see your company and say, two years, five years, seven years, 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And it don't have to be a long page. It could just be uh, by the first year, we want to be up and operating within the city of wherever you are. Mm -hmm. uh, by year five, we want maybe five additional employees and maybe earning um, 750,000 to a million in revenue. Mm -hmm. You know, these are small goals you can set in your business plan for the company. Right. And, right. and then from there, as your business grows, you can scale, um, you know, adding on. It's kind of like how they build softwares. Once it's built, you can always go back and upgrade it. So the same strategies using uh, a business plan. And you just do it. And as you start seeing improvement in the company, you start including certain things you need. Um, maybe let's bring up some investors. Let's go get a loan now. How much money do we need? And how do we plan on um, using this money? And in what areas of our business? You, you address all these in your business plan. It makes it much easier to focus on your goals now. Even if you forget them, it's right there for you to, as a reminder to, to continue to meet your goal. But you don't exactly. ever want to bring your goals down. You want to keep them as high as possible. Mm -hmm. And exactly. just push them towards that goal. Right. And the thing I love too about a business plan is that 
it allows you to see where you're at right now. Cool. You know, so um, as you stated, it, it gives you that understanding of, well, can I start the business this year? Maybe I need to wait six months. Maybe I need to wait next year. People have no clue. Some of them, they'll jump in the business and they don't even realize that they, they can't even pay their own bills. Those bills don't stop coming just because you decide to start a business, right? So mm-hmm. it's just having this evolving document that allows you to see where you're at right now, right today, to see whether you can open that business or not, or if you have to continue to you know, take steps before you can make that start of the business. And that's the thing that I love about this book. It's truly about starting. It's not about jumping, you know, you're in it and all of a sudden you just start jumping into things. You're learning every aspect that you need to learn to understand how that business, right? right. And I definitely want to talk about copyrights, patents and all that, because I think that is an extremely important part of being in business and understanding what is a copyright? What is a patent? Why are these things important? How does it affect the business? Absolutely. So, um, of course, you got patents and the two different kinds of design and utility. Uh, design is very descriptive in, in the word. Um, any like the Nike check or the Amazon logo or the Tesla logo, all these are designs. You know, it has no functionality to it, which is recognizable. Um, it's sometimes it's called a logo. It can be trademarked. It can be patented, depending on your preference. But either way, whether it's uh, a trade, a trademark logo or a patented um, mm-hmm. design, you're still protected by the government, whether you reside in the U.S. with the United States Patent and Trademark Office or in another country and whatever their patent um, name is. As long as you are protected with the trademark or the, the, the design of a patent, you're good. And then you have the utility patent. The utility patent just speaks on anything that has a function. So you take, um, for example, um, an iPhone or any phone, um, just the way like the buttons are structured as part of design, but then what it actually do could be, you know, a utility. So like before Apple phones up until I believe iPhone 8 had the little buttons right in the front where you would press the button mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they upgrade and it's no longer there. You just touch the screen. Right. So that That's utility right. for that button was probably once a patent and it's no longer is. Mm-hmm. It's just all screen now. Um, another example of a utility patent um, could be simple as... Um, you know, just how a laptop or a tablet has the extra kickstand that comes out in the back to make it stand on its own. Mm-hmm. And just that opening of that flap is a utility so you could protect mm-hmm. it. Exactly. You know, exactly. so it, it can range from technology to uh, mechanical things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so so many ranges of, of patents so um as for any business person um it's always good to know why you need the patent and what type of patent so the book um 
breaks down all these categories of patents and, yes. and what it's good for. And then, of course, trademarks um, kind of fall in the categories of logos, but it's good to make it a trademark because as your business is growing and if you have the business plan and a long-term goal, you want people to recognize your brand. So mm-hmm. trademarks are very exclusive to that company and makes their brand noticeable and recognizable to the public. Like this is such and such company. They know and identify with your business. And so as that brand grows, whether you grow it in Virginia and, and, and it ends up in Florida or California, that mm-hmm. trademark is so recognized that no matter where it goes, they know it belongs to the company. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just like, yeah, just like we've been talking, you know, whether it's Apple or, or Nike, at the end of the day, you don't even have to, we don't have to see the name. We already know what the symbol is. We, exactly. we automatically. We, we familiarize ourselves with it. Exactly. Exactly. It so, a yes. brand. Right. Yeah, everybody's wearing it. Everybody's, you know, everybody using the phones. Nike. <laughs> exactly. All right. So I want to dive a little bit more into the book on a couple of the things. Um, and you know, because the one thing we, the the hard part about having these type of conversations is that we could really dive into things so much deeper. But we really want people to take the time to read the book take the time to do their research. So we're going to limit some of the things that we're going to talk about. But I do want to talk about, um, there was a book, part of the book in here that was important. And I just, I'm not going to go back and figure out where I was at that I wanted you to touch bases on. I want to talk about franchising because a big part of your business is all about franchising. So talk to the viewers about franchising and why is it important um, to think about considering doing when you have a business? Yeah, so franchising is just a another strategy of uh, growth. So, in 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 terms of like say a company is capped at their market outreach, and they don't have the the means of asking for funds or loans from banks. Advertising your business as a franchise, which we described that model, how to do it, is a, is a key asset for growth for any company or entrepreneur because it allows them to get other people's money. So it's kind of like being like doing a uh, what, what they call like a fundraiser. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this time you're just using it with with the face of a franchise to raise money while allowing um, a buyer, you know, a franchisee to purchase from the owner of the company, the franchisor and and license and through licensing and through agreements to grow your company, your brand as you're getting income. And now you don't have to work for yourself. So now it's like having a co-partner. And, and mm-hmm. then they're taking you further. And some people are so skilled and more dedicated than you might be. So they could cause your brand to do um, amazing numbers and, and reach more people as you allow them to franchise from you. So franchising is, 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 is a strategic way to really grow a brand and a business if you're low on capital and you cannot mm-hmm. get the money you need. You just tell mm-hmm. people, hey, look, I'm selling part of my company 
as a franchiser. You don't have any shares with me directly. All the shares are with you. I'm just going to ask you, maybe you give me five to 10 percent or whatever percent you agree to of your total revenue per year. And if that person agrees, that's a sale. That's what all business is about sales. And just from that sale allows your business brand and services and product to reach another location, another person, a whole new audience, you know, so that is a business strategy we talk about. Exactly. And of course, the most important part is that um, in order to be a franchise, a business who offers franchising, you definitely want to be a successful business. You know, that's important. You know, um, nothing worse than getting involved in something and you don't know what the longevity of that business may be. So you definitely want to be that standout business. A great example is Subway, right? (laughs) You can open up a franchise immediately. The other thing that I think is important um, about franchising is that when you're with a successful business who's offering franchising is that they they don't just give you the the um, economic support, but you're also providing them support in how to run the business, you know, in order to make it that continual success uh, that you have to offer. And so you can open up another one and open up another one. So I think those are some important things that people need to understand is that, you know, thinking about franchising is a huge responsibility. But a part of that responsibility is making sure that you're successful so that everybody who's franchising, you know, is taking um, that next step for you so that you can continue your legacy, so to speak, you know, that they're just, that you're teaching them things they need to have in order to be successful in that franchise, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So any person who decides to franchise their brand, you got to, you got to stand on business about what your brand represents, but then understanding the ins and outs of your own business allows it and makes it easier to educate and coach a person who wants to buy into your business as a franchisee. And I think it it is in the owner's interest to really educate and care um, for anybody who wants to franchise your business, because ultimately, if that area of your brand and your business being noticed right there does well, Mm -hmm. reflects back on the owner and that allows more doors to open up. So exactly. It's a win win if you do it correctly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So there's, like I said, there's so much more in this book that's really important. Um, What I wanted to do, I don't want to dive any more further into it. Like I said, I really want people to take the time to read it. It's it's a book that you literally can get through in a day. But the beauty about it is, like I said, you can go back because it gives you the nuts and bolts about what this book is about. And then you can actually use this book to help build your plan. Exactly. (laughs) It's a business book. And a plan on how to do the business and start the business. Exactly. And you can basically just imitate that whole structure in the book and build your business off that. And so it's just that's that's the way we thought about it is to mm-hmm. make it easy to just always have, oh, what else do I need to do? Let me refer back to this book real quick, get you a quick, you know, light bulb and keep moving. Exactly. Nothing has to be complicated. It's truly up to you to take the time to do the work, but he's giving you all the tools. Take my word for it. I have looked at this frontward, backwards, and backwards and frontwards again. Okay. So I know, and it being a business and having to have the opportunity to teach people how to start their own businesses. And we talked about this a little bit before we got started, how I was saying that, you know, normally um, we don't dive 
overly and deeply with all the things that you're providing in this book, because we try to give people just that real beginning as they start to look at just the planning stages. We don't always dive into, well, what's the difference between a loan and an investment? What's the difference, you know, between um, all of the other trademarks? We may only talk about one or two things, which are usually copywriting and uh, trademark uh, patenting and stuff like that. But the key is, is that this is an opportunity for you to be able to excel in the right way and not half doing something, taking it and doing it fully. And like I said, this book is excellent. The guide is extremely simple to review and understand. And it, but I said, it makes you work because what you did not do is you did, what you decided not to do was to go so deeply into it to where like, oh, well, I don't have to do anything. You know, all I got to do is cut and paste and copy and, you know, <laughs> and say, this is what exactly. I want to do. Um, you know. Because we, 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 we look at it this way. Every industry is different and every um, market is different. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want to act like we know what you will be doing or how you're going to structure your business. We just wanted to give you the full scope of how all businesses, big, small, medium, global, this is still what they do every day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the thing that I love about it is what people don't realize or even sometimes think about is that when we're providing this information, it's because we've been through it. We understand <laughs> what Very we're trying stupid. to do is keep you from having to suffer trying to open up a business because you won't take the time that you need to take in order to make it successful by doing the work. Exactly. So what you have done is you've done a lot of the work for everybody else. And I don't see how you could, anybody could not be able to maneuver forward um, if they just, you know, just do the work. But if they don't do the work, they're going to be right where they're at because they won't take that extra five minutes to truly dive into the research that they need to do in order like to make that align to the business that they're trying to do. And that's a big part of what people don't do is that they're so busy trying to emulate what other people are doing in business instead of understanding you need to know the structure. Nobody can do what you're doing. I can't do what you're doing. You're not going to be doing what I'm doing. Right. And we all do it, but it's just understanding the basic structure and then putting the, then you're, what you're going to do is add the rest of the meat and potatoes exactly. to make it a full meal. Right. Exactly. And, and that's, thank you for, you know, the compliment because that's what it's all about. You know, entrepreneurship has its own path for every person who takes that on that journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we've been through it. So we gathered all the information through the ups and downs, through going to uh, coaching classes, through um, just building with other entrepreneurs and just knowing, hey, this is what we've all agreed to collectively. This has been here for years, decades. Mm-hmm. Well, let's put it in one spot and make it easier. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. And then for those who are new in business and they can't afford to hire somebody to do all the work for them, you know, or do snippets of it. This is a good way. This is a very inexpensive book that they can truly constantly use as an evolving document. It's just like some just sure. like the plan. You know, there's no reason why they can't take the time to actually learn it. And then, of course, there's nothing wrong with getting a mentor or, you know, working with another organization that's similar once you've already done your homework. You know, to get more information about how you can be successful in the business that you and, and that's what we talk about, uh, either becoming a vendor or a partner with a, a company mm-hmm. that is in, in line with what you do or maybe totally opposite. But they find a way where you can meet 
um, because your service or product just kind of integrates with what they do and they see a, a vision or a future with your services or your products. Mm-hmm. And, and, and But you got to know what you're talking about and you got to know what business is all about. And that's what we basically offer that book for you to have knowledge, have, you know, the, the understanding. So you don't go in there just flat out being used or taken advantage of. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Like they say, knowledge is power, right? So <laughs> you have brought the knowledge, Prince, and I love, 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 love this book. And so why don't you share with um, the viewers and listeners about where they can get a copy of this? Oh, Lord. Um, so the copy is sold at all bookstores. Um, it's not, it hasn't, it's not out um, in terms of you can just go into a bookstore. So you have to order online. But any um, book retailer um, that is available from Amazon to Book Baby to um, Bookazine, um, Barnes and Noble, any well-established bookstore that is out there. If you go online, you just type up how to start an operative successful business with Prince K. Nana's name on it. Um, it will pop up. If you want the cheaper version and go with the ebook, it's available. If you want the uh, paperback, it's also available. So it's available on all platforms worldwide. Exactly. And of course, if you want a um, signed copy, autographed copy, how do they get a hold of you to do that? See, with that one, we haven't orchestrated that yet, but because okay. you brought it up, you, um, I know you're very smart and, and, and great at organizing. So maybe at your next event, you can invite me as a as a guest and I can just, you know. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and because it's getting good out here, the weather's getting better. Finally, right? So we can do pop-up shops and whatever you're selling, we just sell it together. There you go. Get a there venue and we'll, we'll invest together and get our returns later. There <laughs> you go. And, the, and the, But in the meantime, for those who are interested, like I said, you know, you can definitely go online to any of the bookstores, Amazon and order it. But also I will be providing a link on my social media platforms um, to help get this book out there. And I think what I also want to do in the near future is that you and I need to teach an actual class. So we are going to do this because I think it's important um, that we provide this book to every individual who's interested in being in business, as well as giving them some of the deep other thought and information that they could use in a, a real um, classroom environment. So that's something we're going to talk about later on in the future. But like I said, for those who want to copy of this book, we will have information available. I will put it in um, the DM, of course, on uh, this uh, conversation, as well as like in all my social media platforms. And as well, if you need to reach out to Prince, Prince wants you to give them your contact information uh, if they want to reach out to you directly as well. Um, so... Uh, you can reach us on our website as MayfairDelivery.com. Um, we are also on Instagram, um, but the IG name is Kashino, C-A-S-H-I-N-O-D-I-N-E-R-O, Kashino De Nero. And that was just a page I had made a while back and just never changed it. <laughs> so I just stuck to it. And um, when you go in there, you just see all the um, the book cover and other um, marketing things that we got going on um, and just, you know, just reach out to us, but ne- definitely directly just go to our website and just call and it'll be myself or maybe two other people that I work with and um, 
yeah, we can definitely be of service to you anytime and answer any questions anyone has. All right. Sounds like a plan. Sounds great, everybody. You have got all the great information we're going to get, all we're going to give you tonight. So I hope that you learned something about this amazing book. Again, it is How to Start and Operate a Successful Business. Please, please, please support. Get your copy. If you want to learn more about business, you can reach out to either one of us. And we have no problem with giving you the tools and resources you need to help you get there. And again, I thank you, Prince, for taking the time to come hang out with me right here on Mimosas and Conversations with 360 and me. Hey, cheers to you again. Until next thank time, you. you are very welcome. Until next time, everyone else, we'll be back. Take care. Good night.